Hi everybody, it's Bob from First Church Ministries coming to you again with just a short thought that I have. Not a message, just a thought. But I was thinking about um, this, this, we all have a calling, we all have a mission from God. And, and I remember talking to somebody one time and they said, well I don't know what my calling or my mission is, I don't feel called to be a missionary. But as I thought about that, I was thinking we all follow Jesus. And Jesus is God's ultimate missionary. He came from heaven to earth to reach us. And uh, if we, as followers of Christ, we were born here on this earth, so this earth is our home, but the Bible tells us we've been born again. It uses the phrase born from above. So now earth is not our home. Heaven is our home. So we're in a place where we don't necessarily, this is not home for us. So we're missionaries because heaven is now our home. And so the world now is not our home anymore. It's the place that God has called us to reach. So you are a missionary in that sense. And yesterday, uh, we posted a sermon where I talked about how Israel had been uh, exiled in Jeremiah chapter 29, how God was speaking to the children of Israel. Because they were exiled and they were asking the question, how do we live here? This is not our home. And so in Jeremiah 29, God tells them, you go into Babylon, don't withdraw. That was one idea. Don't assimilate and just become a part of the scenery. That was the other idea. He says, I want you to go in there and I want you to love people and I want you to serve people. I want you to build homes. I want you to go to work. I want you to to continue to live there, but live in a way that shows God in your life, that exalts the Lord in the way that you live. And so we see books of the Bible that are about this. Daniel is written in that period of time while they're in, in, in Babylon. Daniel was there. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the book of Daniel, they were there. We see in the book of Esther, Mordecai and Esther, they're, they're in that time. And Daniel, he believed Jeremiah, they all did. He believed Jeremiah 29. Now, of course, that's not easy. He had to wrestle with this. How do I live for God in, in what I'm doing as a, as a part of the bureaucracy of this incredible, incredibly large world empire. How do I live for God? How do I impact my peers? How do I impact my coworkers? How do I impact my neighbors? How do we do this? And you know, this can be a difficult thing. I talked to a guy one time who, who, who was, uh, he loved acting and he wanted to make that his career. And he was, he was asking me, what kind of roles, what, how do I know what roles to take? And how do I know what roles to reject? Because if I'm a Christian, I know some roles aren't going to necessarily be me, but maybe they're not wrong. So where are the lines that I have to figure out? Where are the boundaries if I'm going to impact uh, my world for Jesus Christ and I want to be, in that instance, an actor? Well, let me tell you something. You, you may not be an actor. You, you may be uh, working at the shipyard. You, you may be working in a doctor's office. You may be working in a grocery store. You may be a student. But we all have to wrestle with this problem. How do I impact the people around me for Jesus Christ wherever God has placed me? Because if someone says to me, hey, Bob, are there any verses in the Bible that tell, give outline for a Christian actor? And I say, oh, yeah, let me look that up. I'll find you that verse. Well, there's no verse. There's no verse. That, there's no book of the Bible that gives explicit ideas of how Christian businesswomen and Christian businessmen are supposed to operate their business. There's no book that is a guideline for Christian artists, I mean, you think about that. Um, there, there's no verse in the Old Testament. If I'm a painter, you know, thou shalt paint in the realism school, and the day thou paintest abstract, thou shalt surely die. 
or whithersoever thou paintest, thou shalt not paint below the collarbones. There's no verses like that to tell us. And so this involves us spending time with God, asking God for wisdom, figuring out how do I live my life in a way that reflects Jesus Christ since I have been placed here by God to reach others. Now there are lots of, there are rules in the Bible. There's lots of opportunities for us to get wisdom there. There's, there's not a lot of rules. There's basic rules. There's the Ten Commandments. Don't lie, don't kill, don't steal, don't commit adultery. There are, there are other areas where we're told things like be generous to people, you know, reach out and, and help and serve people. But here is the problem. If you are not asking these tough questions, how do I live like a missionary for Jesus Christ wherever I am at? If you're not asking those questions, then you're assimilating. You're just fitting right in with the scenery so that someone at work goes, he's a nice guy, he's a nice guy, he's a nice guy. That guy says he's a Christian, but I don't see any difference. He's just like these other guys. Or your neighbors might say, I don't know who that person is. They've never, they don't talk to me. I don't know anything about them. And so we have to think about it, how do we reach out to our neighbors to show the difference that Jesus makes? And if you're not asking those questions, if you're not wrestling with that, I can't tell you what to do, but if you're not asking those questions or wrestling with that, you're assimilating. Now, if you're sitting there going all the time, I wish there were more rules, I, I wish we had more rules for this, then what you're doing is, that was the other problem they were dealing with, is this idea of separating or withdrawing, and you don't want to, go, you don't want to be a separationist. We just have to work hard and think through these things. Working hard and thinking, God, how do I do this? And so I think about that, especially in this time. Now, we don't know how things are going to go for the next few weeks. If the experts are right, then there will be fear, and we will have an opportunity to reach out to neighbors and those people around us and explain to them why, as Christians, ultimately, we don't fear death. It can, be, it, can, it can be something we think about and it's not like everybody wants it. I'm not praying to die. But ultimately, I know where I will end up. I know who I will spend eternity with. If the experts are close, there may be times of panic in, in, in our culture. So how do we serve our community? How do we love our community? Each one of us has to come up with that themselves. You have to come up with that yourself. Now, we're asking at the church here if people have needs to call us. And then we're asking if people are willing to help serve needs to call us so that we can put those things together so people can be serving one another in our community. But you need to be think, thinking also, how can I be salt and light to my neighbors? In this time where so many people are spending most of their time at home, how can I be salt and light to the people around me and love them? Those are the things we have to be. If we're not willing to wrestle with those questions, then we are, taking, uh, we are being careless with our calling to be missionaries to this world that has been given to us by Jesus, that we would go out and love and serve those around us. Let's pray for just a moment. God, I just thank you for this time. Thank you for people who watch this video. And Lord, I pray that even for me, that I would take this to heart and wrestle with these questions. And Lord, as our church is scattered in different places, God, I pray that you would be present. You would show yourself to them. Give them wisdom on how to be reflections of Jesus Christ in a world that needs it so badly. Amen. Again, this is not a message, just a thought. Thank you.